Is that it? And I thought you loved your pappy. I thought all those souls you sent to heaven behind you mattered. But only now you see. Your little anger is just a sea spray of blood in the endless ocean of this world's killing. It's got no end and no beginning. Just the strong and the dead. What it is, what it is, what it is, what it is! <laughs> this is Afro Samurai Spoilers. <laughs> Yo, Afro! How'd you guys like that one? Loved it. It <laughs> was pretty good. Not expecting it. I mean, it's way better than what I had planned. Way better. Josh can hear it because he's explaining to his stars what dick hair is. <laughs> this is Stevie. And tonight's a, or tonight, today, whatever time you're listening to, this is a very special episode. This is a Patreon pick, right, Pappy? Patreon, Rock Hard, Vigo, Mortensen, Paul. Let's go. Awesome donation. Thank you, Paul. And he was like, well, I don't know, can you guys do a four or five episode TV show? I'm like, yes, definitely, Mr. Swole. We can do that. He goes by Anime <laughs> with <laughs> Sam Jackson? Yeah, we can do that all day. We're like, yes, and thank you for not picking, like, the whole run of The Walking Dead or something. Oh, my <laughs> God, piece, dude, which you that could would... do. <laughs> we need to make that Don't tell people option. they can do that. <laughs> I mean, that would be, that would test my mental limit, I think. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, or something inane the like that. The Good Doctor. At least The, the Walking Dead, at least I like. But <laughs> yeah, the hit new TV show, The Good Doctor. I only took a 100 episodes to get noticed. <laughs> That's ridiculous that you say that. It's uh, been a popular show since it came on. Oh, you're you're here to defend the good doctor. It also uh, was created by Asians. Fuck Asians, <laughs> Corey. Corey can Corey say can that. Say that he's part yeah. Asian <laughs> for the audience at home. <laughs> the audio medium. <laughs> well, this has been a fun intro. Um, tonight's opening question. We're going to go from, let's go from east to east, mm. and let's, since this is an anime show, what's the anime that got you into anime? Hi, this is Corey, also known as Kylo Ren Memes, the uh, local Asian of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Asian correspondent. Resident Asian man. So, uh, you know, I don't like anime, actually, which might sound weird after that little intro I just gave. You know, there's something weird about anime... When I see someone that's really into anime, it just fucking grosses me out, dude. Like, <laughs> with their fucking like pillow, fucking weird, fucking body odor. Sh- like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they watch hentai, you know they do. Every single one of them has a body pillow. And you know what? The most annoying people on the internet have fucking anime profile pictures dude thank you that is actually true yeah that's true that's like a verifiable well, fact that's probably statistically true eggs or like the no picture egg those are the worst but they're not real people i think they still have eggs don't they i haven't seen an egg in a minute that's what about a while, guy yeah. sitting in his truck with oakley's on yeah that's a lot true. of those a lot of those <laughs> <laughs> looking angry as fuck a yeah selfie. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another whole thing they're annoying in different ways I, again, don't love anime. I'm not going to talk about Dragon Ball Z. We've talked about that. You don't like Dragon Ball Z? No, I do. I do like Dragon Ball Z, but, you know, 
It's it's the easy answer. Okay. I'll say the anime movies that I like. There's a there's not that many. I haven't seen that many. That's why. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, anime movie I like. Akira, yeah, anime movie I like. But my favorite, the one I've watched more than once, is Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, so sad. Oh, the saddest one. I like the saddest one. Uh, Mikey, recording from Chicago. I like anime, but I've only seen very mainstream anime. So, like Corey, I've seen Ghost in the Shell. I've seen... Uh, what else do I got? I, Akira, uh, Perfect Blue. Mm-hmm. Just like all of the the mainstream stuff that like you you Wikipedia and it's like, oh, Christopher Nolan took something from this and made Inception or like from Paprika has a lot of Inception-y type stuff that he referenced. So, oh, that's cool. I've seen stuff like that, but all of the very obscure, very long animes or anything like that I haven't seen. But like my favorite TV show that I've ever seen as far as anime is Cowboy Bebop, but that's also a very mainstream anime. Uh, but it's very stylized, got great music, um, just a lot of cool characters. and So yeah, I'd say Cowboy Bebop. Nice. This is Pappy. Recording in Kalamazoo, Michigan, next to my waifu pillow. Very offended by everything Corey <laughs> just said. Um, I don't know, Stevie. Like, I was trying to find it, but my strongest memories from anime, like getting into anime, were the Toonami block that would run on Cartoon Network when you'd come from really school. Good. It was just so awesome. Like, Sailor Moon. There's a couple, like... I'm trying to think if it was like a mecha anime that was on, but that's where I first saw Dragon Ball Z too. Gundam Wing. You're thinking of Gundam, Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing was awesome. I fucking love Gundam Wing. Thank you. Yeah. And then, I don't know, like we used to do a Miyazaki movie like every year on here. I don't know if that really counts as anime. Yeah, with Mikey Perfect Blue too, but it's fun. You know, I like anime. I don't, I don't, I don't have a thing against anime. I feel like anime has gotten a lot more mainstream with Gen Z. You know, I feel like yeah, people definitely. are way more into it now. I have a teenage daughter, and her and her friends are very into anime. Like, they go crazy for it. Do they, like, giggle with their hands over their mouth? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> that but, made me laugh. Sorry, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie-chan. <laughs> Brett. Uh, this is Brett, recording out of Fort Wayne. I don't really watch anime. I don't, I'm not really that into it at all. I don't. I never watched Dragon Ball Z or I don't know Pokemon's one. Uh, I watched two Mitsugaki movies and they're okay. Which ones? Oh, uh, the spoilers ones: Castle in the Sky and uh, Spirited Away. Wasn't that your first episode, Castle in the Sky? My first official episode. My first episode I was on. I did a call in for Van Wilder. Oh. Uh, I when I was doing my uh, Oscar death race in 2017, 2018, I watched part of a one called Mirai, and it was just so obnoxious. It's like the reason I don't like anime. So, I mean, it's it's not bad, I guess. I just don't I don't know anything about it. It's, I mean, I don't watch anything. N- nothing against it, just not my medium. What is the definition of anime? Is it just any animation from Japan counts? Like, is Miyazaki really anime? Yes, that is anime. I'm pretty sure that counts. I, I've never heard of it otherwise. Yeah, I'd say that is. 
what's the anime where the girl's like has like tentacles that come out of her? <laughs> oh boy! No, it's not hentai. No, I'm not talking about that. This is a real anime. She's got really big bags and <laughs> a lot of fluids. Yeah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, yeah, you uh, show us any pictures that you find. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Lucy. It's from Elfin Lied or Lied or nobody? Lucy? Add it to the list. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> hentai. <laughs> it's not hentai. It's freaking anime show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you pleading harder and harder is not convincing me. It's not worse, Brett. <laughs> Why is it in your homework folder? I don't like hentai. I, I, like, I don't like uh, crying and... All that stuff. <laughs> I seem to know a lot about it. <laughs> you only need to watch 20 seconds to know about it. Can we move on, please? <laughs> I bought the DVD at Pleasure Island in South Bend. <laughs> Never been there. We can... I'm going to reiterate that one more time. <laughs> Never been to Pleasure Island. Never watched a hentai. Never not owned a gun. Next. <laughs> Never oh, this is Stevie, uh, your host. Um, the easiest cop out I would say by Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z after coming home mm-hmm. and seeing like Goku screaming for 20 minutes, but it's still making sense and getting you pumped. But I'd say like the, it's not really a show, but it's like a sequence I saw in theaters, which I mean, my parents really didn't care what media I watched. Um, when I saw, um, like the, the Oren Ishii anime section of Kill Bill. Oh, that's good. I was like, blown away by that i thought like more movies should do this and i understand it made sense like story-wise it made absolutely perfect sense in that movie alone but i'm just shocked like it hasn't been attempted since it's actually kind of stunning to me because it was so effective in that movie but yeah i would definitely say the aren ishii part of kill bill Dare I say Tarantino is an underrated filmmaker. <laughs> he has really done some really unique stuff with movies. I think he needs higher acclaim than what he is. Um, you know, I just, I don't think enough people talk about him, so, yeah. I mean, I'm half being sarcastic, but, like, he's, like, done some, like, very interesting things that, like, have been, like, the Pulp Fiction, like, the uh, the narrative structure of that movie, the out-of-order thing, and, like, the small scale. It spawned a lot of bad movies single room uh, of Reservoir Dogs. I, I just think he's amazing. Really quick side quest. Speaking of Samuel Jackson, you think this is really going to be his last movie? The Pauline Kale one? Have we talked about this? He said it's not about her. It's Isn't it about a film critic in the 70s? Yeah, but he said it's not about her. That he thought the song was about her. Don't you? Thank you. Well, it's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I remember it being like talked about as Tarantino's Manson movie. Mm-hmm. Right, it's the Charles Manson movie, but it wasn't really, was it? No. Is he even in it? Yeah. They show him. They yeah. show him going over there. Yeah. Once. So let's get into this, Pap. This is a pretty crazy story structure in its own how does this show or this like little mini series start out because i feel like it's explosive from the first episode on yeah so you don't get a lot of context but i think that the world building that unfolds over the first couple episodes are one of my favorite things about the show 
All we really know is that there's a badass samurai who's black, and he has a kid, and he's getting challenged by Ron Perlman. And right away, too, it's like there's guns in the show, right? The the Ron Perlman guy. Stevie, you were doing a great impression of him earlier. I think his name's Justice. Justice. He's amazing. <laughs> He's Jeepers Creepers guy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's hyper hyper stylized. Like I think this opening fight's like very like flashy and yellow and stuff. But mm-hmm. the the guy and I, I knew nothing about this going in. I thought this was going to be the main character, but he gets his head his kappa gets detated right in the first <laughs> scene. It kind of sets up the rest of the story there. I've seen a couple complaints with this show that I don't buy myself, but did anybody find it overly stylized to the point where it was like hard to follow the choreography of the fights? Yes. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, absolutely, man. Really? Didn't know I, I was watching it in a lit room on a phone, so don't Okay. Well <laughs> That's not a way to yeah. watch it, Brad. <laughs> the way it was meant to be seen. <laughs> you know, a lot of people talk shit about watching something on a phone. But if it's super close to your face and you're, you know, in a place where you can see it, it's fine. Yeah. But what you're asking about, Stevie, like the the choreography of the fight scenes, I think at times it is kind of hard to understand exactly what's going on. Like placement and geography, I get that. That's kind of part of it, right? Like you also understand when you're watching it that that's like kind of part of the art style, like just inherent to anime, right? With like... Anime seems like to me it's like a lot of people standing perfectly still, like a still image, as minimal movement as possible. And then like the camera, the it's not really whatever, the camera moves, right? And then you'll just see like a mouth move. Like that's what anime is. And I think action in anime uses that to its advantage in all forms of anime that, that I've seen anyway. Like you think of Dragon Ball Z, right? It's a lot of like standing perfectly still and talking and then like a lot of like quick flashes all parts of their body are still except for like one part maybe. Mm-hmm. This is like very flashy though. Like literally yes. in terms of like flashes on the screen which convey movement. You said kind of have to follow the blood. <laughs> That's kind of how I knew what was happening. One thing I was really happy this show did is I've seen in a lot of anime and not to just pick on Dragon Ball Z but a lot of animes afterwards is a lot of apparating fighting which is... It's cool at times, but also gets a little, how do I say, just kind of overused. You guys know what I mean? Oh, it's a classic trope. This show, I feel like, didn't have a lot of that, but it picked its battles versus, like, parts of body, like, animated, like, zooming in, like, on frame. But, like, one thing I really like, though, was a lot of, like, camera shake within the fights. And so... It wasn't, like, clean as far as, like, being able to tell where people were, like, geography-wise or, like, if they were doing flashy moves or showing a whole body. But it did create kind of this messy atmosphere that was really intense to watch. It's an interesting world, right? Because at one point, a guy has, like, an RPG that he shoots and, like, data. Cell phones. Yeah, cell phones. Like, a mecha guy is built. Guns are a factor. It's not, like, a real... Time. It says futuristic on. So uh, it's like feudal cyberpunk Jap- Japan. Mm-hmm. Does that does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. And I think CV two one of the important themes that happens here when the first guy, the first samurai, gets his head. I think I would have seen this, but I only really noticed it because of the closed captions. But I think he says 
Don't Avenge Me. Close right? that circle, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is not what Afro Samurai listens to. <laughs> this band across my forehead. <laughs> I will rule this world as God himself. Afro Samurai actually does a pretty good job, I think, of like world building. I've seen, like, I watched a lot of like critiques of this show that honestly kind of amazed me. I, I think anime fans have to just be so very hardline critic to not enjoy some of the storytelling aspect. Like, Corey, did you enjoy the rules of this world? Because they're simple rules, but I feel like it built some really great suspense. I think, you know, when you're introduced to a very foreign world, I think some of these rules are important in terms of they need to be simple and they really are. And you learn it pretty quick. You know, it wasn't super hard to follow. There's a number one guy, the number one warrior, and he has the number one headband and he is seen as like the unbeatable, most bad motherfucker in all the land. He's God, basically. He is perceived as God. Once you got the number one headband, you're like untouchable. You're the king. Justice. Then there's the number two guy. And the number two guy Life sucks. is who everyone wants to go after because it's, I guess, more accessible, but it's also a reputation of its own, right? Because the number two guy has to defend himself all the time. Basically, there's like open season on whoever is the number two guy. And number one and number two are represented by these headbands that you that you have. So you have something physical that you wear to show your status. And of course, our hero, the Afro Samurai, he's got the number two headband. So everyone is on his ass. And I think it's number one will only accept a challenge from number two, right? Like he's not, number one's just not fighting any guy off the street. Like number two has to come challenge him. That's my understanding as well. Yeah. Otherwise, why have a number two, right? You just skip him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole two and one aspect was, I would say, my favorite part of the whole anime i thought that was a really cool just like you said stevie i think you said it's like really basic it's like a big time rule but it's really simple to understand i don't know i got a lot of I, for some reason i got a lot of like elder wand vibes yeah <laughs> whoever has the elder wand everyone's coming after you yeah and they don't exactly fight fair like i mean how many times did afro actually fight someone one-on-one not very often so they just fight dirty I mean, probably just his childhood friend, right? I mean, he fights that rocket launcher guy. Yeah. I just know you better be good if you're going after number two. You can't just be any geek off the street, you know what I mean? (laughs) You got to be good, handy with the steel, earn your keep. (laughs) Number two is almost like a curse at a certain point, because you have to find number one. And in that meantime, everybody in the world's trying to kill you. It's kind of like John Wick, where everyone, was it John Wick 2 or 3 when everyone's after him? You need to find out that like 80% of the people on the street are assassins. That'd be um, John with Three, because he kills the guy. That'd be three, yeah. I love that, by the way. Like that, I mean, that movie, that part of the movie, but also like that aspect of like, this dude is, he's really good, right? He's, he's incredible at what he does, but the odds are always stacked against him. That's him. That's the number two. The Afro Samurai. Pap, I brought it up a little before we started, but did you find any, like, the political aspects of this show interesting at all? So, a little, I guess a little bit of 
history, right? So this was made in Japan, right? But yes. then dubbed with Samuel L. Jackson um, and a couple other famous people, like we mentioned, Ron Perlman. And I think it was was it on Spike TV? It was the original yes run. I think when we were in high school, like back in two thousand seven. I don't know. There's a couple things. Like I think you were hinting at like some of the themes of like the justice guy and like the plight of being a black person in American society. I would yes. say that like the people who are what's it with the hollow seven, what's that clan called? Oh, the, yeah, the MC clan, seven? the mm-hmm. empty clan or whatever. Yeah. Key Adi Mundi. Yeah. Jedi master looking guys. I don't know if I've been playing a lot of red dead redemption two lately or what, but they sound, they also like, like have this like, southern plantation affectation to them right (laughs) yeah like yeah i guess i'm picking up on a little bit of that i I would say moreover though it's even though afro is really cool and the violence is really cool i think a big part of the story is just that like the cycle of vengeance and violence isn't cool right and i think you're supposed to be questioning a lot of what afro does especially when it comes to like his orphanages orphan orphanages that he goes to and like killing his master and stuff i think that's like i don't know i think he objectively did the wrong thing right in calling out his master um yeah like it ruined a lot of lives and also i mean it was kind of a genius plan by his master though well do you think he was like brainwashing the kids or do you think he was trying but was he trying to hide the number two he was trying to hide the number two and also have watchdogs at the same time like, imagine having a little army around you while, like, doing all this stuff. Like, it's a genius plan. I don't know. Maybe. We don't really know, though, right? We have to speculate on his yeah. motives. Mm-hmm. It's possible that he, like, just wanted to take number two and hide it. I mean, he didn't flaunt this thing. Number two. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, like, wearing it and, like, going after number one. It's possible that he was like, all right, let's conceal the number two headband. That's what Afro's dad was doing, right? And it just led to a ton of bloodshed. Yeah, it seems like if you get involved in this fucking headband war thing, like, it will never end up good for anyone, mm-hmm. right? There's no real, like, no possible peaceful outcome, really. What was Afro's like as a little child while his dad was number one? Like, is, are you, like, literally immortal if you have number one? It gets a little bit into the ending, too. Like, I, I was a little bit confused by the ending, not to jump too far ahead, but it's like... Same. So are you immortal? You become a god. So it says uh, some believe it grants immortality, while others believe they received headbands from the gods themselves. So I don't know. I think it's kind of a um, supernatural thing. Yeah, it was a little interesting because you end up seeing like, oh, uh, Justice has killed like a bunch more dudes with headbands that you didn't yeah. know about. You thought there was only two, but he's got dudes on spikes all over the place. And then you don't know about the god thing until the very end. And also, what did you guys think about his little Samuel Jackson old man following him around? Ninja Ninja? <laughs> That's the most uh, obnoxious part of the whole movie. You didn't like Ninja Ninja? What do you think it was supposed to represent, though? Well, imaginary friend, his conscience, I don't his know. His inner conscience. Self-doubt. That's what I was, yeah, it's his inner, inner conscience or his, like his id or something. Because, I mean... Afro says like 20 lines the entire show. Well, Ninja is a natural enemy of the samurai, so I don't don't have your friend at me, Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the yin and yang kind of thing. I, I interpreted it as like what Afro samurai 
may have been like if he had led a normal life. Like, <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ninja Ninja. No, I, I like seeing him too. Like he's he's really funny, and it's uh it's so Samuel Jackson that you can't help but smile. All you want to do is ignore me. All right, all right. You want to blow for me and you, huh? Shut up. It feels like it's almost the more, almost the more rational part of his brain where he's like, let's not go fight this yeah. mech guy that's your exact equal and knows all of your moves. He's like, you know, that's a trap, man. <laughs> I'm not saying I disliked him, Stevie. He was obnoxious, but again, it's just kind of funny to me. I was thinking about it. Samuel Jackson takes a part that has almost no lines and it's like oh what would that be like if and then you find out what it'd be like they add a character that's <laughs> non-stop never stops talking and it's Samuel Jackson so it's just kind of funny it, it is very much him so it worked out it, it was a nice little yin and yang I didn't mind it it, it was obnoxious at times but I think you needed it, it if they would have been so quiet all the time it would have been really weird yeah, I was almost questioning whether uh, Samuel L. Jackson was actually voicing Afro Samurai because that's what I thought. He was just like mumbling and <laughs> wasn't saying like whole sentences until Ninja Ninja shows up. You're like, oh, that's clearly Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he had a badass line at the beginning of the fourth episode. It was some like, and add one more body to the toll. May God rest this poor bastard's soul. Add one more body to the body toe. May God rest this poor bastard soul. I don't know. I knew pretty early that he wasn't really there. Right? Like, he just has this way of disappearing when a fight starts. Nobody else sees him. Yeah. Or, <laughs> like, he gets blown up on a bridge and, like, flies in <laughs> on fire. So, when he kills um, his childhood friend, what's his name? Um, Jiro or... Um, Gino? Gino? Darth Teddy Bear. Yeah, the Kanye West bear from... <laughs> Yeah, it was that college dropout. Yeah, Darth Bearder. So when he kills like college dropout, Gino, and he kills Ninja Ninja beforehand, is that him like shutting off his conscience? That's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, it feels like he's like killing all of his inhibitions or his doubts or something, and like he's just because like when he's fighting the mechanical guy, they're like, "Oh, you got to just like react. You can't think of moves. You got to just react." Mm-hmm. And it feels like. You kill the part of you that's always thinking, then you'll just react or something. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's right, Mikey. Like his doubts, right, or like anything that might be holding him back from taking the next step. Because at first, he really doesn't want to fight that guy, and you can tell he's just completely like on the d- defensive. Mm-hmm. But once he sheds that guy, he he does eventually finish the job. Can we talk about that fight where Afro Samurai fights Mecha? Afro Samurai. <laughs> yeah. It's super cool at the beginning. I really like it. And I like the part where they fly way up in the air and they're fighting through the sky, you know, as he's falling. But I don't know what the fuck's going on with the giant penis that comes out of him and ejaculates <laughs> into the sky <laughs> as his death cry. Same. Dude, what is that? What is why? <laughs> Look for it on the spoilers TikTok. We'll <laughs> post that there. Yeah, that'll get blocked. In case you're wondering. Dude. <laughs> I, there's just a lot of sex in this in this anime. For the five episodes, I mean, just we a get a full-on sex. sex scene. There's plenty of nudity. All of the empty clan bros have 
some girl that's just like on all fours they have crawling a around them. of whores around <laughs> yeah. them <laughs> yeah one of my favorite things to do is banging whores <laughs> <laughs> and fighting samurais but uh brett made a good point that it's rated tvpg on tubi that is psychotic is, to me that is insane <laughs> <laughs> Tubi's the Wild West, baby. <laughs> Tubi gives no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Rango? <laughs> I don't know. It was just like a generic soundboard. <laughs> Brett, we also have a, a femme fatale in this uh, in this show. Like, what was her ultimate plan? Uh, Kiku or something? Oh, yeah, I don't know anyone's name. Okira or Oki? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't. Know. I was confused. I thought the little girl was the grown-up girl, but they have different names. Is she not? Wait, what? It might have been. I thought it was for sure. I thought little girl grew up to be the giant titty girl. Yeah, but they, I'm just saying they have different names. Oh, yeah, she's got like her disguise name, right? Like oh, her spy yeah, name yeah. or whatever. Oh, right, it's right. Atsuro, Atsuru, and. Okiku. Okay. But uh, it might be the same person. I have, I have no idea. It could also just be a different woman. Um, she was recruited into the, we never really figured out the name. Is it the Empty Seven or the? I think it's like the Empty Seven clan. I yeah. think, I feel like it is Empty Seven. Like she was recruited into, into them, into their clan to download his fighting style. They lost me on that. Like, what the fuck? What? Like, she can go into his dreams and, like, download his moves because he was dreaming about all of his fights or whatever. Is she, like, is downloading this... him on a Razor phone, though? Yeah. Like, a fucking ring <laughs> yeah, She's got the sharpest phone on the market the Razor. <laughs> Pap, you're the spoilers historian. Is this uh, first animated bags? Mm, I believe so. I'm almost a hundred percent sure. And they were uh they were spectacular. They were so huge. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, I'm gonna come. So funny, she's like uh the <laughs> ultimate incel fantasy woman. Oh my god, yeah, for sure. I was like cringing watching her in the beginning. I was like she's like so like meek, but is like super hot with huge tits <laughs> just and just like wants to like attend bags. to this man. It's like the she's like an Andrew Tate dream woman or something. Like it's so fucking weird. After you get done Googling Nally Portman butthole, look up Okiku. (laughs) I was shocked at the detail and time spent on the sex scene. Like, there is a close-up of, like, Afro Samurai's tongue, like, intertwining with her tongue. And it's a long sex scene. It's like a full minute. A full minute animated sex scene. I think I saw that there was an uncut one. I think that's the one we saw, though, because if... The original one was on Spike, then I doubt they had that. I'm watching one of the Southern Baptists get licked by a whore, and her <laughs> oh, ass yeah. takes up 80% of the oh, screen. Oh, yeah. yeah dude. <laughs> and the, the red, she's in red, right? They're up yeah. on that little hill or whatever? Yeah. yeah. So who had someone walk in during that scene? <laughs> <laughs> Not get out, get out! Tend to get a little cricky. When I'm Af- watching Afro Samurai alone, when I'm watching Afro <laughs> Samurai and my mom walks in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's for a podcast, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I did like the kind of like cyber, like, um, 
I guess, like, robotic part of the MT7 clan. I did like how all of them were just, I don't know, like, gold-armed, silver-legged, you know, Terminator red-eyed up. Yeah, there's a lot of very cool character designs. Mm -hmm. A lot of mechanical body parts. And, like, one dude is basically Darth Vader anime style. Yeah, uh, I thought of Darth too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the guy who made him is like a giant mechanical spider or something. He reminds me of uh, Corey Mojo on Snap. Yeah. <laughs> or Snap. Let's go. I'm very familiar with Mojo. <laughs> Had to get snapping. <laughs> I almost kind of wish we could have spent more time with the Empty Seven clan, whatever they're called. They were like huge and then they, you know, all got slaughtered pretty bad. Which one was your favorite? Mine was the guy bouncing in the back listening to music. Oh, dude, he was awesome. <laughs> dude. His, his strategy <laughs> is to be like, please give me the band. Please give me the band. <laughs> <laughs> He's got beats on. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Beats by Clan. Ooh, nice. Occasionally, there'll be a fight scene with like some pretty like slick beats going alongside it. Like it's yeah, Ritz is awesome. It, so. mm-hmm. Adds a lot to the style. Like makes it like feel like cool and not like a cringy anime. Brett, did Rizza do the whole thing? I think so. That's what I saw. And he did the movie. That seems like perfect, like, I don't know what you'd call it, casting. Like, Rizza to do the music for this. Like, that is just, that's a dream. Yeah, there's a movie, um, it's called Afro Samurai Resurrection. Oh, that's a movie? I thought that was another show. Lucy Liu and Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill? Oh, that's good casting. Back up in your ass with the resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people just in this first one. Like, Yuri Lowenthal is the voice of Spider-Man in the PS4 game. Ron Perlman. Dude, Phil, Phil, Phil Lamar. Phil, Phil Lamar. Lamar. That's funny. Yeah. Mad TV's Phil Lamar. Steve Bloom. Phil Lamar is like the definitive voice actor of our generation. Tara Strong. Would you say Mark Hamill? Dude, Phil Lamar has... The most like insane voice acting IMDb you'll ever see. I think Kratos was the the master. That's what. Yeah, I thought he sounded like him. The original Kratos. But it says it's Terrence T C Carson, Swordmaster. He sounded like Kratos. Yeah. Like the original, two thousand five, or like the originals PS two to PS three Kratos. That is him, T C Carson. Yeah, that's what I figured. He's a great voice actor too. This, this I find this show has so much going for it. With its, I mean, there's, it's so stylized, and the voice acting is great. The music is fantastic. The characters are great, and I feel like you can forgive like some storytelling, like shortcomings, like not getting enough of the empty seven. But I mean, like Pat, how great is the build up to like getting to justice, though? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. We mentioned the uh, fight with Mecha Afro, which is pretty great. The the show does a pretty i think it's a in the fourth episode a pretty extensive flashback right did you like that stevie that in terms of that structure because it's like it's pretty obvious who it is you know what i mean like i almost wish they would have teased like young afro's life like earlier in the series you could have picked up on little clues that it's like that he has two swords but you pretty much know that it's his childhood friend Mm -hmm. when he's fighting the bear then they do a flashback about him yeah, and like there's like some really great flashbacks in this. I I don't know why, but Brett knows this about me. Like I'm a huge believer in punishing your characters like to the very end of the entire story. Yeah. 
And there's nothing more heartbreaking than like a child who just lost her father carrying that dead father's head in a backpack. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And being like hunted down for the for the number two band that he's still carrying. And when they throw his head in the sky and he jumps up like LeBron and catches him midair, <laughs> that dude just throws a spear through his dad's skull. I don't know why, but like I actually like that part like of a story of like him being led to the orphanage through that way. I just think it's a great flashback. Right. I mean it it has to be more, I think, than just his dad's death to like set him on a quest that's this extreme. Mm-hmm. Right. This he's such like a stone cold, no remorse killer as uh Afro Samurai as we know him as number two. That like I think getting there, he's really gotta go through some shit. And mm-hmm. it's a short show, it's only five episodes, but I think we get enough of that. And then the rest is kind of like in between the lines. Do you guys think this show could have been like dragged out any longer? Is like five episodes good enough? Perfect. Stevie, you have seen all of Dragon Ball Z, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, 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 buddy. Oh, yeah. As much as I loved Dragon Ball Z when it was airing, especially like when it was like new content, at least in America. Next time. Good fucking God. Did they stretch that taffy, bro? (laughs) Bro, Namek. Goku probably spent 80% of the time charging up and about 10% fighting and the other 10% just screaming Gohan. Oh, yeah. Like, they stretched that thin. I am very much appreciative that this show is more to the point. I think it was perfect. (laughs) This is a different kind of show as well. Like, this is nothing like Dragon Ball Z in tone, in art style. Like, it's not that kind of show. But we have seen examples, and I think there's... Others than Dragon Ball Z, where an anime just spends way too much time on something. And there's not really that find out next time on Dragon Ball Z moment. I feel like every episode has a pretty satisfying conclusion. Yes. Right? Of like him getting to the next stage of getting that much closer to the number one. And like, I think we take this for granted, but like, if I was watching this in its original run, I would be hyped like all week to like not miss this when the to be continued thing came across my screen. Mm-hmm. Like we take for granted we can just knock this out in an afternoon because it's like five episodes, but going like on a month long journey through this would just be so satisfying. It is like super old school though to see something like this because it has the commercial fade in, fade out moments. You know what I mean? I like mm-hmm. when I watch this on Hulu ad block doesn't work on hulu like you don't see the ads but it still makes you fucking wait which is super annoying but it's like it accounts for you know every 10 minutes or so we have to have a commercial break so it's just it's just different right they don't make shows like that anymore you watch it in the inferior way pap the superior way is to be <laughs> <laughs> that way you get an axe body spray commercial every time it goes <laughs> yeah. to commercial break it's like you remember when he did the it miniseries and it's like, oh, yeah. there's like, there's very clear spots where there's supposed to be a commercial. And like, you can just imagine like what would be there. But you know, I, my version, Pappy, I don't got no ads on my Hulu. So, uh, uh, I don't either, man. Jeez. Yeah. Had so, ads. That broke ass yeah, shit. Yeah, I got the broke ass Hulu. <laughs> I don't have ads on my Hulu. <laughs> got the poor man's Hulu. So I actually didn't notice those breaks. I don't want to rag on Netflix, but like, Maybe it's just the immediacy of something and having to wait, but I find it so much more satisfying to like go through weekly on a show like on Disney Plus or on Hulu or on Apple versus like 
knocking something out just in one day. And I feel like that should like a show like this, which was proved over time. I mean, would like I think it would just not be as satisfying on Netflix to just watch it off, you know, immediately. I think this would do really good doing like on a weekly show. You know, you, you don't have to watch it all in the afternoon. You can s- spread it out. You can. Human nature says I won't. Right. <laughs> see, I would almost love to see like a presentation of this where it's like, what's the total runtime? Two and a half hours? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Two and a half hour movie would be sweet of this, right? Just cut it all together. Mm-hmm. Make it flow a little bit better between the episodes. That would be so cool. Okay, Mikey, I want to ask you this question because I feel like you'll have a better understanding than I will. What the fuck was this show's ending? Yes, thank you. Uh, you gotta kill God to become God. <laughs> it's a classic anime ending. All, all animes end that way. You talking about what happened? I got a guess, but go ahead. So, yeah, he, he ends up killing the Jeepers Creepers guy, and he does not take the spike through the through the head is the whole point of the afro samurai to misjudge where his skull begins and ends <laughs> yeah. and that was the final trick he had up his sleeve was that he couldn't tell where his skull really is missed it <laughs> my fool are you fool <laughs> my head is not that big <laughs> yeah that's like one of his uh hidden talents i guess at the end you're right it's kind of like like a reveal or something well, they hinted at it in the very one of the very first scenes when his dad took a bullet through the afro. Okay, okay. It rhymes. It's poetry, all right? I just don't understand. There's a an inner title card that says several years later, and then afro's fighting justice again? No, no, he's no, fighting his Gino. friend. He's oh, Gino, sorry. Gino, Gino comes to Vader fight him? Guy. Like, well, I the guy put him back together again, it looks like. Oh. And then I guess that's where the movie picks up. So Gino got reassembled, and Afro has to kill him again. I mean, should we do the movie? Uh, Is it shorter than the first season? I think it is shorter. Because I'd like to get some closure on this story. I felt like it just kind of left me. Well, I think that's kind of the point of this particular narrative, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about the cycle. Yeah. And you can't escape the cycle. That's, I think, very much in the foreground of this story. And I felt it was only natural to end there, you know? I I think there's more stories to tell because it's such a cool world, but it also, I think, works for this five episodes. Like, that's, you know, this is the way it goes. His particular quest of revenge, yes, it is satisfied, but in doing so, it's only created, like, more quests of revenge in its wake. There's also a live... Action Afro Samurai Flesh and Bone. That looks like it's very cheap. Is that the guy that did a backflip and then fell? Uh, Spitfire Brown? Is that who you mean? Afro Ninja. Afro Ninja. Afro Ninja, okay. That's like one one of my, of all the early uh, viral videos before YouTube. Like this was on E-Bombs World, if you guys remember that. Oh, (laughs) hell yes, I remember it. Afro Ninja was always my favorite. Like that and Aisha, the kids singing Aisha. By the way, the... The animated movie is 100 minutes, so an hour 40. Yeah, I'll probably pick that for an episode then, because I want to get some closure on the story. We can knock that out tonight, boys. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's go. We could have if we would have started at 10. <laughs> Easy. I just messing. Giving away our recording times, Brett. Easy. <laughs> video games, too. Which apparently sucked. They did not. Oh, really? Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Really? They didn't make a good video game out of this? <laughs> that I mean, I honestly am surprised. It seems like this could work. It could be awesome. The bags were too small and the fans got really mad. Like Samuel L. Jackson's little tutorial guy? Like, Afro Ninja, press X to slash your sword. <laughs> oh, really? <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. Swing it, motherfucker! <laughs> swing it! I'm picturing it. That works, man. That plays. Okay, I'm looking at the cast for the movie. And Kelly Hu, who plays Okiku... It says Okiku slash Atsuru, so I I figured, but I guess it's the same person. Don't know why she has different names. One, maybe just to hide from him or whatever, so. Yeah, I think that's that's the idea. Do you guys think that this movie could even work as a live action movie, or is it just good in its own little world in anime? Well, Kill Bill worked. I don't see why this couldn't work if it was in the right hands. <sighs> I see why. <laughs> <laughs> I seldom have I seen an anime live action adaptation that has worked. And I think there's a reason for that. Like there's a lot of like cool things that happen in anime and like the way things look that just don't work it's between well the lines in live me. action. Yeah. Kill Bill was not adapted from an anime, so it had that going for it. It is a similar kind of like revenge story, almost like a samurai story. But you know, it's its own thing. It's also a Tarantino that's movie. That's that's almost a, a like it's almost like an homage to like Hong Kong like cinema of the eighties and early nineties. That's what Kill Bill is. That's why like, I would find like tr- this story having like trouble like adapting to a live action because it's so hyper stylized in its own way. I think it would be impossible to like bring that over to live action. On top of like if they were going to do it, they'd be like well, we need to add this to the story and it would become bloated. So I think just leaving an anime would be perfect. Plus the lack, the gla- the lack of gravity and not using the like the rules of physics mm-hmm. is a big part of the show. <laughs> yeah, physics aren't real. Did that in a movie? You could do it, obviously, but would it look good? You'd have to have a good budget for it. Yeah, this show is operating on a lot of like twos animation, like in its action, and I think that's. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that without looking weird in live action. What do you mean by that, Stevie? Twos. So, um, animation is, like, standard animation is drawn on 24 frames per second, so it looks actually, like, smooth and not choppy, but in a lot of anime and action sequences in animation, you run on twos, which is 12 frames per second, and it makes it look incredibly fast and stylized, and you can skip, like, certain, like, motions and beats to appear faster, and this movie and this show kind of rotates ins and out of like ones and twos, so it has this really like rocking, choppy, hyperactive look to it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Making it live action would just fundamentally change the way all those fights look. What are you talking yes. about? I'm looking at the Little Mermaid live action trailer <laughs> right now. Was, dang it, Mike! Flounder you, doesn't look weird at you all. Went all over my jokes today. I was I'm literally going to say something about. Have you not seen Little Mermaid? Because I'm watching the same thing as you. <laughs> Looks you fucking just quicker. awful. Well, I hear M. Night Shyamalan is available. So, <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Little Mermaid uh, question mark? I don't know why, but I think M. Night would lean into that Lena Mode joke nonstop if he did this. Mm. I feel like he would come back to it a lot. I don't know why. Did you guys laugh at all during this? I didn't. 
I really liked it and was compelled by the story, but I don't know if I like if any of the jokes worked. And it's kind of the same for a lot of anime. No, I don't. I don't think I laughed. Yeah, I laughed um, just because like I love Snakes on a Plane, Sam Jackson more than anything in this world. And um, when he did the "What it is, what it is, what it <laughs> yeah. is," I lost him. What it is, what it is, what it is. Shed no tears. Come on, man, from I gave my version of a laugh occasionally, which is like a a silent laugh to myself in my brain. <laughs> a mirthless chuckle. A nodding approval. <laughs> I definitely smiled in more than one place. You know, I didn't know what I was in for with this, not completely anyway. And very early on, when Afro Samurai has grown up and he faces his first wave of foes, one of them says something and I was like, oh, I was very surprised, but I also kind of smiled. He goes... I put both hands on that sword if I were you, punk-ass motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay, this is this, all right. This is not what I'm accustomed (laughs) to in an anime. It's a little too serious for belly laughs. A lot of just, like Pab said, decaps left and right. Yeah, it's pretty dour. You know, it's, it's tragic. It's violent. And it's action-packed. It more leans in that direction. You know, it's a revenge story, so it's going to be like your more emotional ride in terms of, like, angsty type of emotions. Mm-hmm. You really ain't going to let nothing stop you till you get to the top of this mountain and kill number one, is you? Well, he did. He did cut your dad's head off. I, I get that. I'd be pissed, too. All right, before we get <clears throat> into yes or no's, any final thoughts? Yes. Kelly Hu is in this. Love we her. talked about her very briefly. She does a Who? voice, but she is in Surf Ninjas, the greatest movie of all time. Who is she in Surf Ninjas? She's the one girl. <laughs> <laughs> girl number one. Her name is Rome, and they never say that in the movie, but she's the girl in Surf Ninjas, the nameless woman. Well, I mean, she's like supposed to like to be there, right? Yeah, she's the um, not like Rob Schneider's character. Yeah, she's the betrothed wife of Ernie Reyes Jr. Rob Schneider is a character. <laughs> oh, I remember her. This is just a freak out the people in the in their car listening <laughs> <laughs> to the podcast. I really like to look at the cigarettes, especially Justice's cigarette. I don't know; they look like these hand rolled nasty pap joints you know I, I, just, I just really like just really like those I thought you loved your pappy afro cigs are always bent and crooked <laughs> uneven pappy what's it like when you hear your name said in movies like oh, this is it yeah. like love it I'd stand up and clap <laughs> <laughs> you're like I did a great job yeah, I have a letterbox <laughs> list of like movies or shows that contained a named Pappy character, what I call a true Pappy. And, like, <laughs> I think the line is like, what is it? Like, I thought you loved your Pappy or something like that. And I thought you loved your Pappy. Amazing. Pappy, how do you feel about the character of Pappy in the movie Mudbound? He's very racist. <laughs> he is not our best representation. I'm more of a... Uh, what's that fucking Polly Shore son-in-law. movie? Son-in-law. I'm more of a son-in-law Pappy guy. Yeah, that's... Isn't there a Pappy in Oh Brother Where Art, though? Pappy O'Daniel? Yeah, also... Yeah. Listen, also another racist Pappy. <laughs> <laughs> Castle in the Sky was a good Pappy. Yeah, that's a good one. Wait, is that the constituents guy? He ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he's in, he's in secretly in the KKK, right? Yes. What's the line, Pat, that he says always cracks me up? I don't know. The constituents line. It always makes me think of you when he says it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll play the clip. Is you is or is you ain't my constituents? Oh, yeah, and he's like, is you is or is you, you ain't, ain't my, my constituents? constituents? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's got the dumbass I've been son. poisoned by my constituents. <laughs> is you is? <laughs> hey, Pat, he says... Are you ready to die like your pappy? And then right after that, he says, and I thought you loved your pappy. And I thought you loved your pappy. As everyone should love their pappy. All right, let's go from, oh, it's time. Let's go from east to west uh, for yes or no's. All right, it's me. Yes, yes, this was good. Uh, a good one-time watch. You know, you obviously watch a couple scenes more than once, but, you know, overall, you just watch it once. Um. I, I probably should have watched it on a better medium, but I kind of ran out of time, and I don't know. It, I, I enjoyed it either way. I don't think watching on a 1080, you know, phone is that bad. Is like Corey says, as long as you're up close. So, yeah, this is good. I liked it. A lot of blood, a lot of guts, and kind of right up my alley. So, solid, yes. Uh, Pappy. This pappy, not the racist pappies. Recording from Kalamazoo, Michigan. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give this a pretty hard yes, Mr. Swole, Paul. Um, great pick. Thank you for being a Patreon. As a rock hard Vigo Mortensen, you do get another pick. So if you want us to do Afro Samurai Resurrection, that could be pretty cool. I think we're all down for it. Yeah, so much going for it. But I think most strongly of all, the concept of a number one and a number two, man, that's just so fucking cool. Like, I love it. It works so well with this medium, especially. And just, like, the little weird characters that we get to see little glimpses of. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if, like, the extended sex scene is doing a lot for me. But it's a pretty fun hey, story. Necessary. Yeah, no. Definitely. I, totally different story without it. No, no doubt. But... No, definite hard yes. I want to watch the Resurrection movie, and yeah. Thank you again, Mr. Swole, Paul. Yeah, this is a hard yes. Uh, very stylized, very cool. Um, awesome to see Samuel L. Jackson branch out and do something that he uh, we don't normally see him do. I know he does a lot of weird stuff when he wants to, but you don't see him do animated movies or TV shows too often, and to do an anime is really cool of him to do. The story kind of unfolds in a weird way, lots of flashbacks, but uh, it's all, it, it, the whole overarching, the whole arc of the story is so small that like uh, it just kind of works for it. Uh, you don't get too lost in traveling back through so many different storylines or whatever, but um, yeah, I thought it was an interesting way to present the story and just really cool animation style. Uh, I liked it a lot. I had seen commercials and stuff for it as a kid but was always just kind of intimidated to watch it because you think it looks really cool and just kind of hope that it's really cool by the time you watch it so i it was always on my radar and watch list to to eventually get to but uh i just never got into it so i'm glad that mr swole chose it because uh i really enjoyed it and i do want to watch that movie so i hope he uh, ends up choosing that as well so it's a Rock hard, yes. Hey, it's Corey, Kylo Ren memes. 
I'm going to give this one a yes as well. This is just, you know, good, wholesome family fun. <laughs> you know, watch it with the kids. It's a great time. You know, put it on. Say, kids, let's watch a nice cartoon. No, it's not that kind of movie, but it is great. It has a very cool style. The style's been talked about a lot. You know, it's got these, like, dreary, muted colors, and it's a dreary story for the most part. It, it injects some levity here and there, which is nice, but, you know, it's a good classic revenge story. Cool animation style. Uh, just great amount of violence in this, you know. It doesn't It's not afraid to show a lot of violence in a way that, like, I get disappointed when I watch, like, Dragon Ball Super. Don't get me wrong, I love Dragon Ball Super, which is the modern iteration of Dragon Ball Z. It's like the story continued. And what disappoints me with that is so rarely will you see any amount of blood at all. Occasionally, someone will have a little bit coming out of their mouth. Something like this is like, fuck all that. You know, someone gets sliced with a sword, they bleed. And it covers the whole camera. Like, it covers the lens, right? <laughs> That's filming it. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a bloody mess, but it's cool. The blood explodes from people's heads. And <laughs> oh, I, yeah. It's like a volcano <laughs> of blood. We're like, in a, I feel like Afro Samurai was, like, hideously ugly, right? Well, he's tired. He's got two different looks, right? He's got Afro Samurai when he has eyes. Then he goes to, like, dark Afro Samurai when he's about to do something fucked up. And he has, like black holes for eyes that version's like way scarier mm -hmm. he looked like an old baby <laughs> when he was uh, a kid fighting he's just tired he's always getting hunted a pappy baby but uh yeah this is tv i'll give this the hardest of yeses i absolutely love watching every minute of this um as someone who loves the animation and just how incredibly difficult it is uh, the fact that they pulled this out i mean it was 2007 absolutely incredible i think it must have taken a lot a lot of time and a lot a lot of money to complete this um and i want to watch more of it it's i think it's a great story there's great rules samuel jackson and kelly who are awesome in this and the whole voice acting cast so i'll give this the hardest of yeses and thank you um pap what's the uh, patreon's name swole. swole swole i just want to say thank you so much for picking this I have never watched it in its entirety. I think I watched a little bit when I was in high school. Awesome, awesome pick. And thank you. Preserve pick, Mr. Swole. Great job. Yes. Great, great pick. Um, And we have some awesome news. Pap, do you have trivia? We do. Let's go. Stevie, you did a great job hosting Mr. Job, Swole's Stevie. pick. So I'll, I'll let you thank pick. You. We're going to start off with a classic round of spoilers taboo. Afro yes. samurai inspired words. Uh, do you want to pick your partner? You know who it is, Mikey. Yeah, it's Money Mikey. We're always partners. Oh yeah, oh, yeah brother. <laughs> and oh yeah. So only one of you will give, and only one of you receive. I only have two lists of words. It's, uh, it's a long list, fifteen words. I'm going to give you a oh, minute, Jesus. a minute and twelve seconds to get through it. So you probably won't get through it, but. If at any point Mikey says one of these words, I'll put a little X next to it. Whichever team gets the most right will move on to the final round. Uh, Stevie, do you want list one or list two? I'll take list two. Okay. And which Ooh, one? Uh, which one of you is going to read? I'll go first. Only one of you get to read. Only one. You can go. Okay. You want me to read? Yeah. Okay, I'll read. Stevie, I'm sending you list 
two, just to Stevie. Okay, the clock will start when you start describing a word. Hold on, hold on. This is based on what? Afro samurai inspired words. Okay. Loosely, very loosely inspired. Oh, oh God, okay. You ready, money? Ready. Religion for a fat Chinese man. Buddha. Buddhist. Buddhism. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, half iced tea, half... Lemonade. Uh, Mount Blank in Japan. It's also a water. Fuji. Fiji. Yep. Um, rolled fish. Uh, rolled uh, raw fish Sushi. with rice. Yep. Um, bad at singing uh, at bars. Karaoke. Yep. Um... Uh, this it's um this is a weapon with um chains and like wooden pegs on the end. You can hit your nuts with them really easily. Nunchucks. Yep. Um this is a type of tree that looks like a bush. Bonsai. Yep. A giant lizard in New York City. Godzilla. Yep. Uh not a Toyota but a Oh uh uh Oh god. Uh um, best, Okay, this is best surf cold. Uh, revenge. Yep. Uh, this is the type of um, this is this is the what is uh, the type of style that uh, anime. Yep. There we go. Um, <laughs> nice. Blank. Okay. I blank. It was a show on USA. Remy Malik. I robot. Mr. Yep. Robot. We're good. Okay. Yeah, you got it. That was a solid fucking round, boys. I got one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. The one you passed was Honda. Eight, nine, ten. Oh. Ten. Ten. Honda. Yeah. Good job, Stevie. Thank you. Corey, Brett, you got a you got a heart, a high Mount Fuji to climb. Brett, I think we'll be better off if I read if I give you clues and you guess the answer. <laughs> that sounds what good. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. I'm sending Corey list one. Just to Corey. Okay. A minute, 12 seconds, whenever you start reading, Corey. So I, I just start, and then you start counting? Yeah, then I hit the little start button on my iPhone timer app. Fat Japanese wrestlers. Sumo. Not coffee, but... Tea. Video game system. Nintendo. Capital Japan. Tokyo. Japanese pilot that kills themselves. Kamikaze. Nice. A weapon with a blade. Samurai uses it. Katana? More general. Samurai sword? Mm-hmm. Sword? Martial arts from Japan. Karate? Main Pokemon. Pikachu? The main... Yep. Uh, car brand from Japan. Toyota. Honda. Nissan. The thing the samurai wears on his cranium. Bandana? Nope. Another word? Skip. Uh, anime literature. It's like comics from Japan. Yeah, oh my gosh. Skip. Uh, not a hill, but bigger. Mountain. The name of the main villain in this movie. Justice. Luigi's brother. Mario. <laughs> nice. Wow. That was really good. I think you guys got it. So we got... One, two, three, four, five, six, Twelve. seven, eight, nine. Headband was one of the ones that was skipped. Manga? Yeah. Manga, yeah. Uh, so what was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten, eleven, twelve. Nice. Oh, you didn't say headband? 
No, no I said, and I, I had a feeling. I yeah, amazing Good round, job, Corey. By both teams, huge numbers posted. Also, the the last word which no one's got to. Uh, team one or list one had Wu Tang, list two had Clan. Those would have been the last words. But mm. Brett Corey, Pappy is a secret member of the Hey Constituency. So this is going to be a, a classic closest to. I, I I do request that we get some uh, quick answers. Um, Corey, since we're red, I'll, do you want to guess the number, or do you want to say over under, basically for the closest? <laughs> I'll say over under. Okay, Brett. <laughs> for both of you, yeah. I'd like some quick answers because there will be some math involved. According to ChatGPT, ChatGPT, the number of samurai at the peak of their powers in Japan times the number of chambers and enter the Wu Tang. <sighs> Hundred eight thousand under. So, Brett, how many chambers are there? Oh, I, I put thirty six, but thirty five. No, that's correct. Thirty six chambers. But according to ChatGPT, at the height of their powers, there were one point five million samurai. Oh gosh, yeah, in I, Japan <laughs> for fifty four million. Brett, yeah, I was going to say under, no matter what he said, because <laughs> I only said <laughs> I only guessed three thousand. Yeah, well. It, Good round of trivia, by all. but Brett, you won, so you get you get the honor of uh, a winner's circle. You get to wear the number one headband. You are a god. Do you have a hot take for us before you throw it to Spoiler Man? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I'd like to thank my teammate, Corey. I hated going against you there. I wish we both could have won. Um, <laughs> that being said, thank you, patrons and uh, we need more patrons. We always say that. So, thank you, Swole. Good pick. That was spoilers. Special thank you to our patrons. Matt Troll. And I thought you loved your pappy. Brother Brian. Hey, hey, hey. Can you give a brother a break, yo? Can't you see the man's down? What about honor and, 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 and fairness and shit? Druid King. You got a motherfucking RPG? Nick. A RPG in a motherfucking backpack? Wait, 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 can we talk about this? Spencer. You ain't gonna monologue or nothing get a bag out of me? The Meg. Excuse me for probing, but what you just did back there, was it absolutely necessary? Nurse Stacy. I'm beginning to wonder if you got any feeling for human life left in you at all. The Wolf. Ow, ow, ow. What the hell is with you, kid? Barky420. It's like I always say, if heaven could be bottled, it just might taste like my lemonade. PK! That's very cool. Gale. Add one more body to the body toe. May God rest this poor bastard soul. Swole. Don't think twice about crossing swords with that guy. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilers podcast. Be sure to check out Corey's podcast, Big Dumb Movie. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is Podcast Spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. 
Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Spoilers is now available on Audible. Oh, was it this one? No. You're looking for the uh, anime? Mm-hmm. Does the Linkin Park music video for Numb count? <laughs> was it Numb? What was that music video? Was it... uh Breaking the Habit. Was it Breaking the Habit? Yeah, which is... I freaking love that song. The yeah, cover but... art for Hybrid Theory radicalized me into anime. <laughs> what am I getting you now? I'm a, I'm a lost, are fucking like, up. three friends because of that music video. Sorry, only one mom in the house can get pregnant. Oh, Philly. Well, this series is over. Wait, is it? Is Philly winning? No. No, they just went down by like nine with 40 seconds to go. I don't know um, how they've managed to do this and hold Tatum to like five points. What does he have? Dude, he is a Houdini of an all-star. Like, I don't like betting. He's on, really good, but uh, oh, he he's really good, shot. but he's a Houdini. But he man. disappears. He <laughs> disappears, dude. Like he is. He can have like 14 points in the first quarter and then Tatum will end with like 19 in the entire game. It's the most frustrating. Oh, he's got 19 now. God, he had three yep. points for like. There you go. These playoffs have been fun. Did uh, the Lakers uh, finish off Golden State yet, or is that still... No, it's 3-2. Oh, oh so Golden State won? Mm-hmm. No, uh, uh, Lakers that, are up 3-2 going back to L.A. Right, that's what I'm saying. So they were down 3-1, but they won. They won last night, The yeah. Warriors did, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. Corey. That Corky might be onto something, man. Is this picking up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Corky. That Corky, bro. How does it he sound? Be, Way better. Onto something. Way better. Why did they change it from season one to like the rest of the seasons? I'll never understand that. Because the first season was terrible. All right. How does that sound? All right. Oh, like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How does it sound? Great. Like an angel. All I heard is whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy. Jesus. Mr. Clear Boy. Calm down over there. (laughs) Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) Not a thing to do. I got a skateboard. (laughs) I'm so pumped. Skateboard? Yeah. For the first time since I was a teenager, I have a skateboard. Like, I went to a skate shop yesterday and had one put together with, like, all the brands that I used to like. Like Element? Uh, I had an Element when I was a kid, but I always wanted a Baker board. Because Baker was, like, the punk rock, like, fucking, like, do drugs and drink skate crew. So, like, I always... What was Element? Was that, like, the preppy kid skateboard? uh, Element was, like... 
quality, but like never really had a great team. So like they didn't put out a lot of videos back in the day. Maybe they do now, but like they weren't really known for like a personality really because they didn't have like a, a very well-known group, but like Baker had a lot of personality and like flip had a lot of personality. And what about birdhouse birdhouse was like, that was kind of like preppy. That was kind of like the Tony Hawk, like, like group Who of guys. Was, um, like, Bucky Lasix. I don't remember. Girl? Was it girl or something? Alien? I think you're right, Brad. I think it was Alien. I don't remember a brand called Alien. Was it just called Alien? What was this called? I like Bucky. Let's see. Bucky LASIK Deck. Did you guys ever go to Blindside, the skate park? Is that what it's called? No. Always too scared. Always it's terrified of the blindside kids. <laughs> it was right next door to Home and Lumber, too. Remember, like, MTV went there once, didn't they? They did a show where they went to Blindside. Is that the big Indiana Park, anymore? Blindside? Yeah, it was the park in Elkhart. Oh, you know what element was? I mean, it wasn't like this when I was, like, in middle school, but, like, high school. It was BAM. Element was, like, the face of BAM. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was like Viva La Bam era, so it was kind of like, you know. That was Element? They must have gave him a huge contract. All right, let me uh, just pour the rest of my coffee in, and I'll be ready. I just have it over there. I'll be right back. Test, Co- test, test, coffee test. Coffee sounds so good right now. Bucky's uh, deck was... Um, yeah, I don't state anywhere. It's not alien, I don't think. It's Powell Peralta. We lost the Patreon, by the way, after the butthole episode. <laughs> Have we done our movie? I think so. Let's see. Well, we don't need her. Was she upset? Did any anybody know? I don't know. Let me see Natalie Portman's butthole. It was not. It wasn't due to us. I'm back, and I'm good whenever you guys are. I'm ready. Is it still oh, wow. sounding clear? Yeah, yeah you're sound good. A thousand mm-hmm. percent better. It was like what it would kind of sound like, but a hundred times worse. Damn, Natalie Portman has a huge butthole. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think that was like expressed enough on the pod. Like, I'm happy it was brought up, but like, it's a pronounced butthole. Like, that's like a <laughs> lot of coverage for a butt. <laughs> Blown out or what? <laughs> it, it just feels like there's a lot of coverage on it. I mean, prolapsed. It's not prolapse. It's just like uh, where it starts and where it ends. It's like it, it's a large. It covers a good area. Oh, a diameter. Square mileage. Is yeah, pretty it feels big. like oh, yeah. There's a, a lot of acres of on that farm. You know. That's kind of a cool thing, though. A lot of acreage. I feel like that can only come in handy throughout someone's life. <laughs> what an acreagey ball? Well, yeah. I see no disadvantages to that. Mm, that's true. Is there more to clean, or how? Now I guess is. Is it the same? I don't know. I think this question's that. <laughs> Wide tunnel. <laughs> All right. So you got a spoiler? Um, I was going to do one thing, but I feel like people would just hate it. Nah, just do it. Nah, it had to do with black men and justice in America. But, um... Brad said that. Whoa, whoa, fucking woke. Well, Brett, did you watch the show? Yeah. 
The bad guy's name is literally called Justice. Yeah. It's written <laughs> by a bunch of Asian guys. Who love. Who recognize. Yeah, who absolutely love rap music and African-American culture and wrote it this way for a reason. Dude, I watched this like short video on like Facebook or somewhere, and it was about like the uh, South Sider culture in Japan. It's basically mm-hmm. like Japanese guys that are wannabe like cholos. Fucking hilarious. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we saw them on pretty Tokyo funny. Drift. Is that like G6 culture? Yeah, I guess. Do they it's drift? Just, like, it's, they were like uh, all about low riders and shit, dude. That's drift, the first bro? thing. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm saying when I land in Tokyo. Do you, you drift, drift bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Where's ready. the DK? <laughs> Take Where's me to the, the DK. DK? <laughs> that was actually number one. Starts. That was actually one of my favorite parts of the uh, Sin City pod. Wasn't Mikey was like, yeah, I just watched uh, Tokyo Drift less than 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, what? <laughs> it's always really, in rotation. Yeah. <laughs> you really watch these movies? <laughs> awesome. Just Tokyo Drift. I don't know what part of my life is real and what's an act anymore, you know? <laughs> you ever feel like that? <laughs> Everything I watch is ironic. What's your opening credits to the first episode of this? I can't remember. I don't. I think it was different. Yeah, I don't think RZA did the first episode, right? The opening credits are different after the first yeah. one. We ready? Ready? We ready. Josh, you ready? And also, this is a Patreon <laughs> pick, right? Josh. Yeah, I got his name and stuff. If you want to swing on. it your way, then. Okay. Yeah, you better contribute. Yeah, I can't believe Josh went to Cedar Point. Josh, recording live from Sandusky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to unmute at all. Are you just hanging out? I'm just listening on my drive back. Are we hero? Are we we, on speaker? people hear us? (laughs) Can the kids hear us? No, I have earpods on. The kids are all sleeping. I was just talking about Natalie Portman's acreage. Real questionable shit. Jesus Christ, Josh. You got to give us a heads up next time. What are we doing here? He's on the fucking Bluetooth like speakerphone in the car. By the Long family. Yeah, Joni and Jeff could have been in the backseat. Yeah, I can just hear, you know, like Jeff right now. I don't care for this. (laughs) You know what, guys? I think next year, next year, I'll go out there for like a amusement park trip or fair or something. Dude, I love Cedar Point. Yeah. Cedar Point's dope, and the Elkhart County Fair is dope, too. Topfield Dragster 2.0 should be open next year. It'll kill less people this time, <laughs> they promise. Dude, there's rides That's like a that at our local roller coaster park, Six Flags Magic Mountain. Like, people, like, have died, and I remember, like, Didn't one a time... mom fall out, like, uh, during... On one of those? No, one of one of yeah, yeah, actually, yes. Someone did, like, actually fly out of one. I think a mom did in front of her son. It was Jesus. horrifying. That was a long time ago. That was like in the 80s. You guys, you guys remember when a person got uh, decapitated at Holiday World? At Santa Claus? Wait, what? We were in like high school or something, and they stood up, and they got de- their kappa got detated from their head. Holiday World? Yeah. Yeah. Kappa that Cedar Point on Raptor, too. 
Santa Claus, Indiana. Yep. Home of Rex Grossman. Sexy Rexy. It was a Six Flags in Georgia where someone got their like head uh, knocked off as well. Like, another decapitation because like they like went into the roller coaster area. I think like, that was the Raptor. But I'm talking the guy's hat. Guy's hat fell off. That's Dude. what it was. He went to go get his hat and like oh. fishing around. He hopped the fence and then like someone's like leg. Oh, oh, it's, it's the Raptor. Like, your, oh your my legs god. Hang, your legs hang down. Your legs hang down, yeah. That would snap your leg in half, though. Dude. It did, apparently. Oh, my God. Last thing I can Jeez. remember that was, like, horrifying was at Six Flags when the Superman first opened. I, mean, I think a cable snapped down that and, like, took a woman's foot off. Hmm. Yeah. Yikes. This one's my favorite. You guys know a Vacation when they go to Wally World? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that ride they go on at the end that white roller coaster that's colossus it's like a famous old wooden roller coaster here at the six flights magic mountain someone died on that this is where someone flew out because they couldn't fit in and they were like well i'll just like hang on <gasps> real tight they allowed that and dude this it's 100 percent run by teenagers this theme park oh my god it still is like i went recently it's still 100 percent run by teenagers so like there's no adults present right so like they're just like yeah fine just hang on you'll be fine motherfucker flew out dude what i find insane is that like amusement parks like insurance companies won't touch them they have to like insure themselves i find that to be insane I mean, I didn't know that, but that makes sense. Like, I would expect it? it to be that Insurance way. companies won't touch amusement parks. They have to insure themselves. Just in case this makes it on the pod, uh, Pappy was mistaken. I think he meant Jay Cutler. This one's That's Jay exactly what I meant. Yep, yep, Rex yep. Grossman. Oh, yeah, Rex is from Bloomington. From Bloomington. Thanks. Yes. How the fuck did he end up at Florida? Because he was, like, one of the highest recruits. Bloomington the South. They were... Yeah, they have sick athletics. Yeah. Both of Bloomington. They won- they won state. I saw him play in the state game. You saw Sexy Roxy play? Yeah, he threw like the most amazing high, high school pass I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, those were they the killed. Days. Oh, they killed Homestead. That's right down the street. Can we get going, guys? Uh, don't want to be a mm-hmm. dick, but we're ready. I'm ready. Being a dick, Brett. Right, it's 1018. I think, I, I think I'm entitled at 1018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're ready. We're ready. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna count down. Last day of daycare is tomorrow. Daycare is tomorrow, boys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's do this. You said daycare. No daycare. Uh, it's like shaving. Cool. That's not really noteworthy, but. Well, I am shaving my dick hair tonight. That's after the pod, so let's do this. Nice. <laughs> big day. Late it's night. Big weekend, huh? boys. Romantic weekend ahead. Let's do it. Late night shave. <laughs> Three, two, <laughs> one, go. That was spoilers.